I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> but even when Pastor said, go for it, I didn't know exactly what I was going for. But I knew that I wanted to have classes where ministers and pastors and Bible students could come get the tools needed because nowadays you have some people getting up in the pulpit and they don't know what they're talking about. They're not exegeting, they're isogeting, they're just pulling out what they want to pull out and the word of God needs to be taught. It needs to be preached. I want to welcome you to this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Today we have the pleasure of having two great folks in our studio. First of all, I want to introduce the lady Muriel Taylor. Muriel, good to have you in the studio with Thank us. Thank you. Has it been a year since the last time we got together? It's been two years. Has it been two years? Just two years. Where have you been? I don't know. Just busy <laughs> Just working, working. Well, you're working on a Contending for the Faith conference that's coming to Brown Missionary Baptist Church on April 27th through the 28th. We're going to talk details about that. This is the fifth annual one. This is our fifth anniversary fifth anniversary we're celebrating yes and we are also honored to have the senior pastor of brown church dr bartholomew Orr. pastor Orr, good to have you today glad to be here byron it's glad always to good to have you in the studio well appreciate what bot radio means to this mid-south and to the body of christ so we're just grateful to be able to be here today we're always thankful for the opportunities to partner with brown church and the many exploits for god's kingdom that you guys are doing and have been doing now for over a hundred years that's correct last year was 135 years the church has been in existence just past january i marked 29 years as pastor so is it uh, 20 you don't even look 29 hey, years you know <laughs> So Well, one of the things, too, I want to mention on the front end of this is the many ministries to the community that Brown serves. I know you have gotten quite involved with a Rice to Read program. Yes. Also with Agape Child and Family Services. They do some great work right. in our city. Yes. Organizations like this often referred to as parachurch groups. In these particular, some might say are in competition with the church, but it's really no competition to complement the ministry of the church. You know, God has called the church really to a holistic ministry. The Bible talks about Jesus preaching, teaching and healing, Matthew 9, 35. So Jesus was not only in the synagogue. He was out among the people making a difference in the lives of others. And so I appreciate the fact that God has given us that holistic ministry and vision at Brown. And we're able to partner with individuals because we can't do it all by ourselves. That's right. And so as we partner with each other, we're able to see the gospel go forth. We're able to see good deeds done in the name of Christ. And it's always a win-win. Brown Church, one church, two locations, Trinity and also the other location on State Line Road. Well, no, State Line and Swinney Road. State Line and Sweeney. Actually, yes. both is on, both Swinney. on Sweeney. That's what kind of confuses me right. sometimes. So but. both are on Sweeney Road. One is Sweeney and Goodman Road, and one is Sweeney and State, State Line, Line Road. Yeah. Uh, okay. So right down the street from each other. This is where the Contending for the Faith conference will be taking place. At right. the South Campus. At the South the one Campus. On 7200 yeah. Sweeney, yes. So, 7200 Sweeney Road. Muriel, is this campus a little bit bigger? Much bigger. Much yes. bigger. So yeah. it can accommodate more of a conference style. Quite a few. How many would you say? Uh, you know, it, it seats about 2,600. We have multiple classrooms. So it's a perfect venue for a conference like this. We have lots of different speakers. And, and it's all about just preaching and teaching expository. And that's kind of the focus this year, expository preaching and teaching. Is that right, Muriel? Yes, that's the focus every year. Oh, every year is the focus. Every year, that's the focus. Well, yeah, we zero me. on a, in on that, and we give these people the tools 
spiritual tools they need to go back out and share with others. Pastor, why do you think some Christians are afraid to stand up for what they supposedly believe? Well, you know, first and foremost, sometimes it's because we just don't know. Mm -hmm. This is a great year at Brown because it is the year of faith. It is the year where we are affirming, getting back to knowing what we believe, who we believe, why we believe it. And that's the whole purpose of this contending for the faith conference. When Muriel brought the ideal to us several years, it was about being able to defend Mm -hmm. and contend for the faith that the Lord has given to us, that we ought to be able to rightly divide the word of God in such a way that we can clearly explain the gospel of Jesus Christ, especially with the background coming from Mid-America and graduating from Mid-America and Union University, expository preaching and teaching is in my blood. (laughs) So Muriel has a great background, been to many conferences as well, of just stressing the need for expository teaching and preaching, taking the word of God and just giving it out. You know, Muriel, what I like about what your pastor said is the fact that here you are, a layperson is quite involved in the ministry of the church. He was open to hear you. A lot of times pastors will set the agenda for the conferences, the seminars, and the things, the preaching that the church has. It leads that way. I think it shows some humility on and Byron, Pastor Orr's part. And that's what I love about Pastor Orr. I don't mind telling him to his face I love him. And I really mean that. I always say what I mean. I had gone to two other people, and I'm not naming, and they had all their excuses, but they had the room I just said, okay, it's not for them to do it because God had given a green light. And if I had to go to a library and set it up, it was going to happen. But I went to my pastor and was telling him, and I remember his exact word. He said, Muriel, go for it. And that's what I did. You don't have to tell me something more than once. (laughs) And he has been supporting it ever since. And I appreciate that. Well, when you have one of those things where you don't have to do anything, Byron, and uh, Muriel is such a stickler for details, her team is so wonderful uh, bringing this all together. I mean, this is going to be a power-packed day and a half, the best preachers and teachers that this nation can give you. And here's the thing. It's all free. The entire conference is free. It's open and available. We just ask people to just go and register so we can kind of have a number. But where else can you find Dr. Steve Gaines, president of the Southern Baptist Convention, along with Dr. Jerry Young, president of the National Baptist Convention, (laughs) that's going to be speaking in the same venue? So this is a wonderful opportunity for pastors, preachers, teachers, just church members who want to be able to grow deeper in their faith and understanding of the Word of God and how to communicate that clearly to be able to come and to share. Something we've always had every year after the first year was uh, classes for ministers and pastors' wives, because there is a difference, ministers and pastors' wives. But letting the ministers know that they and their wife are a team, And sometimes in the past, not at Brown necessarily, but in churches, people just build up the pastors and the ministers and the wives are just out there. But they have a part as well. So we're putting into them different tools to be stronger, be more responsible Christian women as well. Well, Muriel, take us back to that. And you share this in the past, but I want you to take us back to where this passion for contending for the faith began in your heart because you went to a conference, God spoke to you through his word. Take us back to that moment where this all began. 
Yeah, well, I have been going to the E.K. Bailey Conference in Dallas, Texas. Pastor allows his ministers to go to different places, and that's one that I would go to every year. And plus, my son was teaching in some of those classes. And I would hear the word preached. It was so good. It was like having a good meal. I remember one night going to the elevator after a preaching had taken place, and everybody was quiet. Nobody was saying nothing. It was like they were just chewing on what they had heard. You know, that's good. But I had been going to that for about eight years or so. And I said, I got to share this. Somebody else has got to know about this. So that's when I started talking about it. And also when I was at Union University, I would tell Dr. Anderson, Frank Anderson, I don't know if you know Frank Anderson. Oh, he's been on the show many times. Yeah, he and another friend, Tommy Cash. And I kept saying, I wish we could have something for ministers. They remember me talking about it. I said, oh, well, one day. But it was there. God had put it there. And I just started asking for room. I didn't know what was going to happen. <laughs> but even when pastor said, go for it, I didn't know exactly what I was going for. But I knew that I wanted to have classes where ministers and pastors and Bible students could come get the tools needed because nowadays you have some people getting up in the pulpit and they don't know what they're talking about. They're not exegeting, they're eisegeting, they're just pulling out what they want to pull out and the Word of God needs to be taught. It needs to be preached. It needs to be preached. It's not a game. It's very important that the Word of God is expositorily put out there. So this is helping them get the tools they need. Our first class in 2014, our first conference, we had about 350 people. And since then, it's been going up every year. Last year, it was about 750. Now, that's for the classes. And night classes or night services, it was maybe 1,000 or more. But people are coming to these classes. I mean, I may put the uh, website up one day and that day before it's over they're clicking in they're clicking in they're signing up yes signing up i had to do it earlier <laughs> this year because people were calling me and asking me about it and i said okay i'm going to put it up early and as soon as i did that that same day before what? december we had at least 50 or so and i had put it up that day so people are wanting this Pastor Orr, Mario was talking about the importance of God's Word, and I know you take it seriously, too. And some Christians, I was just thinking about other parts of the world who have a greater cost to pay for their faith in Jesus Christ. Do you think we become soft here in the U.S. because we don't face that same type of opposition and aren't challenged to practically apply God's Word in our life more on a day-to-day? You know, many folks have said America is becoming a mission field within itself. So the church, we have become so at ease in Zion, if you will, until Mm. what is happening now, a a big shift is happening. One, we're seeing more hostility toward the church. Um, And I think in his book, The Great Evangelical Recession, speaks about the hatred and the hostility that we see toward the church that's causing a decline in the church. We're in a critical time where we need to understand that we're going to be challenged. We're going to face conflicts for standing for truth, Mm. but yet we must stand for truth. And we can do it in such a way with compassion and love as we share the gospel of Jesus Christ. Well, that compassion and love, I was just thinking about how applicable that could be in times, uncertainties. We see recently the mass shooting in Florida. We saw 17 lives 
quickly taken by a, a gunman, a teenage person with a gun. Yeah. And so these things happen. I mean, they happen in Jesus' day. Remember when Jesus, they, they mm-hmm. came to him and said, well, what about the blood that Pilate had mixed with some right. sacrifices? What about this tower that fell? Yes. And, and Jesus, what was his message, Pastor? Well, you know, there's nothing new under the sun. Mm-hmm. There's nothing new under the sun. But these are time for us to stand and be light and salt in the midst of this dark and divided world that we live in. So I guess another reason why it's important for us to be armed with the right ammunition. Yes, and our theme this year is armed and dangerous. And our uh, scripture is Ephesians 6 and 11. It's spiritual warfare. Put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God. Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. And by the time these people leave out of these classes, they're going to be armed and they're going to be dangerous to Satan. And I like what Stephen Lawson said about uh, a lot of times people wondering what's expository preaching. What I mean, is that something new? As Pastor said, and the Bible said, there's nothing new under the sun. He said that expository preaching is biblically grounded, God-centered, practically relevant. And I like this quote, comes through a person who is passionate for God, and sovereignly inflamed by the Holy Spirit. Whoa. Yeah. That hits all yeah. of the right components. <laughs> She's even quoting Steve Lawson. <laughs> yes. He was our he was friend. our guest yeah. last year. Last yeah. year. And he's coming back next year. Nice. Yeah. What can a prayed up, confessed up, and armed with the word and the spirit of God accomplish? I mean, we don't even totally know, do we, Pastor? You know what? And I was reading this morning in devotional where the apostle Paul He wanted to preach in Asia. God said no. Mm -hmm. He wanted to go north. God said no. He gets over to Troas, and he sees a vision of a man saying, come over to Macedonia and help us. Well, when he got to Macedonia, it wasn't a man that he discovered, but it was some women by the river praying. Could it be that Lydia had been praying that God would send somebody? Mm -hmm. And God orchestrated Paul's journey all the way right there to her. Now, to me, that kind of person that is prayed up and when they are armed with the word of God, can you imagine what impact we can have? Jesus said the fields are white, the harvest is is ready, but the laborers are few. And here's what he says. Pray to the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth workers into the vineyards. And so if we pray I believe God will move in a mighty way. And I think that's so foundational to Muriel, mm-hmm. to what this conference is all about, because you can plan, you can invite the best speakers to come in, but if it's not bathed in prayer beforehand and enduring, I mean, it's really useless, isn't it? And Byron, we even have people over on one of our prayer committees every year, and they pray over this conference. And I can see the effect of the Holy Spirit not just in the people that are teaching, but in the people that are greeting, the people that had registration, you can just feel that spirit. I remember one lady went home last year. She said, I don't know what it was, but I was hopping going home. Now, she was not even in a class, but she was still just, she said, I was just so full. I mean, the spirit, and this it's not just because it's Brown Baptist. It's the Holy Spirit. Right. And he's true to what he said he would do. I'm just thankful that God allows me to be a part of this because I know I'm not all of that 
I don't know a whole lot, but I, I just thank God for the Holy Spirit using me. And a lot of times I'll say, Lord, I don't know what I'm doing. And you know, I don't know what I'm doing. Please help me. And he does. People say, how do you know these people like Lawson and Gregory? I don't. I mean, they're friends now. But see, God has a way. He said that he would supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. And that's not just giving you what you want. When you're in the will of God and you're walking, you're walking in obedience He will supply everything you need because he put you out there. And he said, if he begin it, he'll finish it. It's like a fight. You know, I said, it's like this. And I'm I'm glad Muriel is not passionate about this. Yeah, I mean, you know, I just love uh, how God, I just (laughs) love how he works. He's real. He's real. And that's what we need. I mean, you know, the early church, the apostle says, look, we need prayer. We need to spend time in the word. Jesus says, don't do anything until the Holy Spirit comes. Boy, when you have those ingredients of prayer, the word, the power of the Holy Spirit, and a willing vessel, the Bible says God added to the church daily. There was revival everywhere they went. And America is in need of a spiritual awakening. Yes, we and, are. And this is a time for the church to stand. These are the darkest of times. Our country, in so many ways, seems as if we're going backwards in a lot of ways. This is a time for the church to really stand with the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, Pastor Orr, you mentioned, of course, key speakers, Marcus Laughlin, Dr. Jerry Young, Dr. Steve Gaines. And we know these men's ministry positions. You mentioned those. But what about some personal insight? What stands out to you about their lives that cause you to want to glean from them and to have them come to this conference. You know, when I think about Dr. Steve Gaines, such a great prayer warrior as president of the convention, as he is really emphasizing evangelism and the importance of really the church going out and being salt and light in the midst of this world, even the emphasis that has been on prayer within the Southern Baptist Convention and really just praying for this spiritual awakening. That heart and that passion is the heart and passion that I have. To hear him talk about what God can do right here in Memphis Mm -hmm. and how this revival can take place in Memphis and spread throughout the nation. Memphis is just ripe for revival. Mm -hmm. And when you think about the fact that all eyes are on Memphis this year as we commemorate the 50th anniversary of Dr. King's assassination. What a wonderful opportunity for believers and disciples here in Memphis to let the light shine yeah. since the spotlight is going to be up on Memphis to shine that light back on Jesus Christ and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ. Putting Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, because he was a pastor yes. you know, and had a pastor's heart. So I think it's important that the church takes that role as we move forward into the future, breaking down some of these injustices that we see. What a wonderful opportunity. Our nation is divided now, Mm -hmm. uh, even racially divided. Some would say more so now than it has been in the past. But here we have two men whose heart is of love and of unity. I've seen it even in Dr. Jerry's young uh, heart as well, and his passion for National Baptist, for growing these African Americans up to uh, make sure that we're rooted in the Word of God and getting back to the basics of what it is all about, preaching the Word of God, going into the world, winning souls, making our churches stronger for times such as these. And so this is just going to be a wonderful, wonderful time of us coming together. And here's the other wonderful thing, Byron. Talk about unity. 
this is a conference where it's black, it's white, it's all mm-hmm. denomination as we come together under the banner of Jesus Christ and expository preaching and teaching to really arm ourselves for the war that is before us. Well, I don't care what color you are. Anytime you walk into Brown Church, you're going to be in the body of Christ. Every time I come there, I just sense the presence of God. I mean, your team, your members are so warm, so inviting. Mm-hmm. Visitor, well, I'm biased, you know? Byron, but I believe Brown is the best church <laughs> in the world. And um, But we, we well, appreciate what God is doing through us there at Brown and just humble. I'll tell you what, let's stop one second if we can, Pastor Orr, and get you to give us your definition. We've been throwing the term out, expository preaching, and I don't want to lose somebody by using that because right. somebody might not be familiar with that term. Maybe they don't hear expository preaching in their churches. Expository preaching is really preaching the Bible, is being able to look at a text, let the text speak for itself, and then bridge that truth of that text into today's times and apply it so that individuals can really live it out. So it's just simply explanation, illustration, application. This is what the Bible said then. This is what it meant then. This is what it means to us today and how we can apply it. And I like expository because it's not picking a truth here or picking a truth there, but it's looking at the text in context. Mm -hmm. And the only way that you can do that is you have to take it section by section, chapter by chapter, book by book, the entire Bible, because there is one common thread that is running through the whole Bible. And we don't have to try to chop up that thread. Let's look at it holistically and see what is it saying. What are some pitfalls do you feel that building a ministry without solid expository preaching from the pulpit, what can that accomplish? Oh, my goodness. It's almost like the person that said, okay, God, I'm just going to open the Bible (laughs) and I'm going to let you uh, fall wherever it's going to fall and speak to me. From this passage of scripture, you know, hey, you might open it up and it's talking about Judas hanging himself and you might open it up again and it might simply says, go do likewise. (laughs) (laughs) So so you, you need to be able to know how to read the Bible, how to extract the truth from the Bible, because if you don't, where heresies come about is somebody taking something out of context. When they take it out of context, they run with it. Yeah. But it's been taken out of context. We've seen a lot of falsehoods come about because people have taken truth out of context. Exactly. There was a scripture that a person took one time and said, not working with your hands, no more. And they moved the comma, no more. Let a man work with his hands. But it was saying, go ahead and steal. It moved that comma. Okay. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah. Changed yeah. the whole meaning by yeah, that yeah. Comma. Just yeah. by moving that comma. Yeah. Yeah. Well, in Muriel, too, we talk about Bible study classes, Sunday school classes, small group classes get together. God's word is taught. This type of teaching, expository teaching, needs to be infused through the whole ministry of the church. Right. And that is why this is one of those conferences that is open and available to everybody. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's expository preaching and teaching, but any person within the church, this would be a conference that would benefit them. There is a stewardship piece, uh, helpful, hopeful, holy hints for the pastor's wife. Let me tell you a story talking about interpreting and teaching narrative texts, keys for becoming a church leader, 
how to study the Bible for preaching, even something dealing with youth ministry and uh, the importance of understanding youth and how that go hand in hand with the overall vision of the church, how to memorize the Bible. Yeah, Mar- uh, Marquise Laughlin is going to do that. He's going to do a workshop on how to memorize the Bible, and he's also going to oh, do— He's incredible. Yeah, yeah. He's also, on the last day, he's going to do a presentation of the Revelation. He has memorized that whole The whole book. book. Pastor Sandy Wilson is going to be yeah. doing the selection and training of church leaders. Sandy served so faithfully for so long there at Second, Second Presbyterian, mm-hmm. and just to have a man of his caliber— to come and to still give back to the body of Christ. So this is something that is just useful for everyone. And to think of the cost to pay for this, I mean, it's absolutely free. It's free. So you're getting all of this incredible experience. Breakfast. uh, Spirit-filled teaching. Continental breakfast. Food, too. Lunch and dinner. Okay, let's break it down. Okay, so it's Friday, first evening session. Well, Friday start Friday morning. Oh, Friday morning. Friday Friday morning, morning. April the 27th. Get started at 7 o'clock. Registration, breakfast. We'll go all day Friday. We'll conclude Friday evening with Dr. Jerry Young speaking that Friday evening. Dr. Steve Gain is our morning manna speaker for Friday Friday morning. morning. So Friday alone, we're going to start off on a great word we're going to be ending on a great word and we got great words all it's kind of like the oreo cookie you got hey. all the cream in the middle yeah. but you like the front and the back too yeah. put that's it all right. together yeah. that's right yeah. so so that will be happening all day uh friday workshops all day friday and then there's probably a break after about two thirty. dinner will be provided and the evening service picks back up and then saturday morning get back started at seven o'clock we're finished by 12 o'clock saturday mm-hmm. But again, a day and a half of power-packed preaching, teaching, in terms of how to rightly divide the word of truth. You know, sometimes you go to the doctor, Mario, and he'll give you this, like, cocktail shot, this vitamin B and all these other ingredients that Mm -hmm. give you a little boost. Sounds like this is going to be an infusion of that, these two days at the Contending for the Faith Conference. Yes, it is, and we're very excited about it. Very excited. You don't want to mix it. Okay, now, do you have to register? Yes, you have to go online, go to the Brown website, brownbaptist.org, and you'll see the icon for Contending for the Faith. It will take you directly to the conference website. And anything you want to know about the uh, conference is on that website. And time now is to go ahead and sign up and get your place. Yes, because... It's filling up fast. Yes, yes. This has been great. Dr. Bartholomew Orr, Muriel Taylor, God bless you both. Thank you for what Thank you're you. doing for Christ's kingdom, bringing to our area the Contending for the Faith Conference, April 27th through the 28th, a conference on expository preaching and teaching with some great, great men and women of God to come and lead us. Friends, please go. There's no cost. There's no reason why you should participate in this particular conference. So I hope you will sign up now. Go to brownbaptist.org, brownbaptist.org. Dr. Orr, Muriel, God bless you. Thanks for stopping by. God bless you, Byron. Friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. 